Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Monday the 18th of July. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. It is my pleasure to welcome back Zara Seidler to the podcast. After she did it rough in Europe over these last couple of weeks, she's looking very tanned and ready to get back into the news. Zara, how's the trip? It was good. Didn't think I'd still be talking about COVID when I returned, but here we are. We are back with a top story about COVID, and it is that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese reinstated emergency pandemic leave payments until September 30 after a snap National Cabinet meeting was called to address, as we know, the increased case numbers. The payments will be shared 50-50 between the Commonwealth, so the federal government and the states and territories. Three teenagers have been charged with murder after another teenager was stabbed to death at the Sydney Royal Easter Show earlier this year. Two 18-year-olds and one 14-year-old were arrested over the weekend, with all refused bail. New South Wales Police said the three suspects and the victim were known to each other. Victoria's Environment Department has confirmed a white whale that washed up on a Victorian beach is not the well-known albino humpback Migaloo. The rare albino humpback has not been spotted for two years after it was first identified near Byron Bay in 1991. And today's good news comes from the US. A new emergency hotline dedicated to mental health emergencies has been launched in the country, with callers transferred straight to trained mental health counsellors instead of traditional emergency services. The 988 service is the first nationwide three-digit mental health crisis hotline. Okay, so Sam, we're back doing a deep dive. We're not talking about Aussie politics today. Instead, we are looking over to the US because US President Joe Biden is heading home from his trip from the Middle East. And there was one key moment that has the world talking. Upon meeting Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, known as MBS, the leader of Saudi Arabia, Biden and MBS shared a fist pump. It opened a big discussion about Saudi Arabia's influence on the region, human rights, and a murder journalist, all of this from a fist pump. Before you fill in some gaps, Sam, for all of us on this, why is Biden in the Middle East? It's good to fill in a bit of the backstory before we talk about the fist bump. So this is actually the first time since 9-11 that a US president has visited the Middle East without American troops being actively involved in a conflict in the region. At a forum with Arab leaders a couple of days into the trip, Biden told the forum what he wanted to achieve from his visit. Former rivals re-establish diplomatic and economic ties. New memberships are being forged. And increasingly, the world is seeing the Middle East, the Middle East through the lens of opening and opportunity. We will not walk away and leave a vacuum to be filled by China, Russia, or Iran. We'll seek to build on this moment with active principal American leadership. The key points are this. In a foreign policy landscape where a new line is being drawn between Russia, China and Iran on one side and most other countries on the other, the US wants to cement its influence in the Middle East. But let's think about what else is going on for President Biden. He's thinking about the fact that Saudi Arabia have one of the largest oil reserves in the world, and he is facing enormous pressure in the US to do anything he can to bring down fuel prices, which are sky high after the Russian invasion of Ukraine and all the disruption that's caused to the shipping of fuel. Biden also recognized that in the last few years, Saudi Arabia has proven to be one of the countries in the Arab world that are keen to cozy up to the West. And they're an important ally in warding off a very unpredictable and nuclear-armed Iran in the region. 
Okay, so you've essentially ticked off what the American agenda or the Western agenda here is. Let's now turn to the issue of the murdered journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. What do I need to know about that? So I'll paint the picture for you of Jamal Khashoggi, and it's all going to make sense when we talk about the fist bump. So Jamal Khashoggi was a Saudi journalist working for the Washington Post in the US. Over his career, Khashoggi covered major stories for various Saudi news organizations. He was a reporter for his home country, including big moments like the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan and the rise of Osama bin Laden. He was extremely close to the royal family and was even an advisor to them at some points. But in about 2017, he started to be more vocal in his opposition of some parts of Saudi society, including Mohammed bin Salman and his father, the king, and quickly fell out of favor with the very powerful royal family. Now, all of this happened at the same time as MBS, who is the son of King Salman, started to take a more senior role in the ruling of the nation. One of the things MBS did was led a crackdown on those who were critical of the royal family and government, with a particular focus on a crackdown on content written online. This meant that Khashoggi went into what he called self-imposed exile in the US in 2017. And when he was there, he wrote a monthly column in the Washington Post, which he used to criticize the policies of MBS. On the 28th of September 2018, Khashoggi visited the Saudi consulate in Istanbul to obtain a Saudi document stating that he was divorced so that he could marry his Turkish fiancée. He was in Turkey to spend time with his fiancée. And he never came out of the consulate alive. For more than two weeks, Saudi Arabia consistently denied any knowledge of Khashoggi's fate, but almost a month after the killing, MBS said a preliminary investigation by prosecutors concluded that the journalist died during a fight after resisting attempts to return him to Saudi Arabia. Fast forward a couple of years and US intelligence agencies and a dedicated UN investigative body concluded MBS ordered and approved this murder. The prince has always denied the allegations and Saudi prosecutors and the prince blame rogue Saudi agents. And this week, when Biden went to Saudi Arabia for the first time in his presidency, he wanted answers over the death of this US-based journalist. So Biden traveled to Saudi Arabia as one of the countries on this tour of the Middle East and within 10 seconds of meeting MBS attracted some serious criticism. What happened? Two words, Zara, fist bump. And I don't want to spend too much time on the actual fist bump because it's a pretty simple idea. When President Biden first met MBS, he didn't go for a formal handshake. He picked a friendlier fist bump, and that's about the entire story there. Now, the White House say that this is a standard COVID precaution, but the world's media has pointed out Biden was very keen to have quite long handshakes with other leaders and VIPs on this Middle Eastern trip. I guess the bottom line here is that to many, this looked like a very friendly hello. It was quite a different tone to the one that Biden and the White House had adopted before the visit. Biden, upon leaving America, said that he was going to hold MBS to account over the murder of Khashoggi. He's actually refused to talk to MBS in his first two years in office, which is why I think the fist bump was just so surprising to global media. But after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the US almost had to put this murder investigation to one side in order to stabilize their supply of oil and cement this friendship in a very volatile part of the world. Here's what Biden said about his conversation with MBS in the private meeting after this fist bump. He basically said that he, uh, he, he was not personally responsible for it. I, I indicated I thought he was. He said he was not personally responsible for it, and he took action against those who were responsible. And, uh, and we, uh, then I went on to talk more about 
how that uh, dealing with uh, any op opposition to the or criticism of the Saudi administration uh, in other countries was viewed as, to me, a violation of human rights. Now, a spokesperson for the Saudi leadership said that this didn't happen at the meeting. Instead, the Saudi Minister of State for Foreign Affairs told reporters he did not hear Mr. Biden tell the Crown Prince that he was responsible. Instead, he described a brief and less contentious exchange that focused on human rights more generally. Okay, so you've alluded to it in a media sense, but what's generally been the reaction to the visit? It's fair to say that American media has been scathing on the president for his fist bump and I guess the tone that he adopted with MBS whilst on this trip. The publisher and CEO of the Washington Post, Fred Ryan, so keep in mind that this is Khashoggi's ex-employer, said the fist bump between President Biden and MBS was worse than a handshake. It was shameful. It projected a level of intimacy and comfort that delivers to MBS the unwarranted redemption he has been desperately seeking. Khashoggi's fiance tweeted a photo of the two men, writing, Is this the accountability you promised for my murder? The blood of MBS's next victim is on your hands. Now, we've got to remember here that Biden is returning to the US with a bit of a run now until the midterms in November, and his approval ratings have dropped to a record low of 33%. So it's fair to say the president is under a bit of pressure. It's an interesting measure for the Biden presidency just months out from the midterms. It'll be interesting to see whether this foreign diplomacy translates to back home and we are looking towards those midterms in November of this year. That's all we have time for on today's podcast. If, like me, you've had a bit of time off and want to catch up on everything you might have missed, you know, there was a fair bit going on in the last few weeks, you can always follow us at The Daily Oz. It's where over 380,000 Aussies get their news every day, including me, over the last three weeks. So please head over there, join our community on Instagram, and have a wonderful day.